Hey, welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt-out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And today's episode is all about redefining your version of success. And I'm super excited to talk about this today because it really, I mean, it's so important to figure out what success means to you. Otherwise, we're kind of spoon-fed this version of success that I know I achieved and I hated it. So let's dive into, well, let's hear Todd. I want to know, what did you think success was when you were growing up? So I think success for me was kind of the typical American dream, right? Go to college, get a good job, marry a spouse, have kids, you know, the picket fits, the house, doing cool stuff on the weekends, but just kind of grinding out the week. And so that's kind of what I had always envisioned, right? So I chose a school for college that had a good guy to girl ratio, which was ridiculous. <laughs> um, and then it turns out I didn't that's, find anybody in undergrad. That's even. so funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that was kind of the goal, right? And turns out life doesn't always work out like that. And But it did work out like that. It did, kind of, yeah. So yeah, I got my degrees, found a first wife, uh, which <laughs> didn't work out. But once I got that, again, kind of that initial version of success, I wasn't super happy with it. But it was what I thought that I was supposed to do. And I thought that's what I was stuck in, right? I had a job. I was going to work that job till I retired. I married that woman. I was going to be married to her forever. And turns out I wasn't really happy with those. So things changed and I had to kind of re-look at it. But it took some effort to like put in the thought and the time to what I really wanted as opposed to this robotic just, oh, this is what everybody else thinks I should do. This is what everybody else is doing. So. Oh, yeah. All your colleagues. Yeah. Um, had wives, houses, cars, kids, the whole thing. Yeah, and that was the little like eco chamber that I had built of all of us doing kind of a similar thing that was the right way to live, but mm -hmm. the right way for my friends or my parents for that matter wasn't what I wanted or wasn't the right thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we're all spoon-fed this idea of, you know, having a prestigious job, Buying the house, buying the nice car, white picket fence, 2.5 kids, and you're a doctor. Like, I, that's that was my version of success. I thought, you know, I wanted to be a doctor. Once I became a doctor, everything was going to be fine. And then I bought the cars and I also got married to the wrong person and bought the house in the suburbs and had my career all set up. And the previous episode, I talked about that like light bulb moment when I was like, oh my God, this is not what I want. But I had achieved success as far as society told us. I had achieved it and I didn't like it whatsoever. So I think a lot of people 
experience that when they're like, okay, I'm a doctor, or I'm a lawyer, or I'm, you know, I've worked my way up the corporate ladder or whatever. And you buy the house and you get married and have the kids or whatever. And you're like, okay, this is it. This is what success is. Like I thought it was going to be different. So I want to talk about redefining success. Because when I reached success, I was not seeing my family because I was working so hard. I was making okay money. I should have been paid more, but, you know, spending it on all the things that showcased my success and stuff. But yeah, I want to go over how to redefine success for you. Well, and before we do that, if that kind of the canonical American dream is your version of success, then that's fine, right? Yeah, if you're um, happy, if congratulations. You, yeah, if <laughs> I'm happy for kids you. in the house, is if that's what you want, awesome. And I know a lot of people that they are perfectly happy with the life that they've built that fits that mold, but maybe not. And yeah. maybe take a couple minutes to think like, is this truly what you want? Are you getting the most out of it? Yeah, you can still redefine success and have a house and kids be part of it and all that. I mean, we own a house now. So really, success comes down to three different things. And one being financial stability. And for me, really financial abundance. Like I don't want to just be able to have enough money to pay my bills. Like I want enough money to give back and leave fat tips and make a true difference in this world, which requires money. So one part of redefining success is your version of financial stability. The second part really is about lifestyle design. So that's where like the house and the kids can come in, you know, like, what do you want your personal life to look like? Where do you want to live? What do you want your family life and your personal life to look like? Do you want to go to the gym? What hobbies do you want? So everything kind of outside of work. And then the third part is creative freedom, which is involves work. And that means you have the freedom to work the hours you want to work, whether it's very few hours. Like I would really love to work just 20 hour weeks. And I, I think I kind of accomplished that some weeks more than others. So creative freedom is like not only choosing what hours you want to work, but the type of people or jobs you're taking on and basically enjoying the work that you're doing and having more control over it to do the things that you love and work with the people that you love and the hours that you want to work, or maybe even months. I know some people who only work like six months out of the year and then travel six months out of the year. So redefining success is really about financial stability, lifestyle design, and creative freedom. So if you look at some people and how they're living, they may be making a shitload of money, but they are working a job that they hate and hours that they hate and people that they hate or jobs that they hate. And maybe they do have the house and the car and the, you know, family that they want, but they hate their job. Like that to me is not success. Or let's say you're not making a lot of money, you're making very little money, but you have creative freedom and I think it's hard to have true, like to design your personal life the way you want it without money, but maybe they're pretty close to it. But I don't want anybody to be struggling to pay bills. I want everyone to have enough money where they have enough money and savings and retirement funds and enough to splurge on whatever the heck they want. And again, leave those fat tips and donate to charities and all that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't say that that's success. And then let's imagine, you know, somebody who is working a job they love 
and they're making good money, but they're like living in an apartment in New York City when really they want to be back home on the farm in Vermont with their family and their best friends. I would also not say that that's success. You've got to really have all three. And I remember asking some of my favorite elopement photographers that I've coached who have quit their nine to fives. They quit PhD jobs. They've quit being a VP of a charity. They quit being a nurse. And I'm like, how are you able to do that? And really, they all said redefining their version of success was huge because it's not society's version of success anymore. And sometimes people don't understand that they can go against society's version of success. (laughs) And that there's no dress rehearsal, guys. This is our one life. We are never going to be this young again. And yeah, society's version of success sucks. (laughs) My version of success is a lot better. So Todd, what is your version of success when you look at those three things? Yeah, so I knew we were going to talk about those three things, but I had written these down before we talked about those three aspects and it's Mm. they like perfectly align. So cool. I had to write them down again because I needed to... Remind yourself? Yeah. So in no particular order... Money to be comfortable. Again, that's eating well, living a comfortable life, doing the things that I want to do. Part of that is travel. I'm just slowly and reinventing the international travel bug that's inside of me. Mm. So I definitely want to start kind of prioritizing that going forward where we've done a lot of more like US domestic type stuff. But yeah, so travel, then spending time with family and friends. Mm -hmm. But not only that, but like having energy to spend time with them. Back in the day when I was grinding away, I took my holiday or took my, you know, vacation days to go visit my family, but I was exhausted or I was still checking emails when I was spending time with family or missing stuff with friends because I was so still engaged and not unplugged yet from my work life. Mm -hmm. So being able to spend time with them and be present, I think is super important. Then the last two are the work is to be fulfilled and proud of my work. So I love that. I obviously want people to enjoy the films that I make and take value of what I'm producing, but also like the internal purpose of that and like be fulfilled that, yeah, I did a good job. I did the best that I could. I provided something that is priceless to these couples or whatever that may be. So yeah, being proud of the work and then finally being healthy. And so that's kind of a combination of those three things, right? Mm -hmm. Of being financially supported. So I eat well, sleep well, exercise, yeah, do good work. So I'm not drained. Yeah. Live your best life. Yeah. That's what, that's what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah. And I know when we like, when we first met, I think I told you that I just wanted to do all the cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. told me that you want to have all the feels. Oh so yeah. So both of those things, I mean, those are the two things that kind of sums up what I think is success to me. But it took, it took some time to like get to that point and actually thinking about it, writing things down and revisiting it because I wrote some things down a few months ago that have since changed mm. or even a year ago have since changed. Yeah. So it's a continual process to redefine and tweak as things change in, in our lives and in the world. That brings up such a good point because a lot of people are hesitant to write something down because there's this whole, it's like, how can you be an elopement photographer? Can you do that for 30 years? Or how can you do this for 30? Like, it's like this all or nothing kind of mindset where it's like, well, I don't know if this is what I want forever. With the pandemic and all the shit going on in the world, let's think in like 
one or two year increments. You know, <laughs> like we don't know what the future brings. We don't know what's going to happen a few years from now. So like, let's not make things as all or nothing type of idea. Let's re-examine it later on. We can always change it. But writing it down is important. Writing it down is step one kind of in going after your dreams. Because if it's just like swimming around in your brain, it's not real yet, I think. And then you can kind of track it too, which is so cool to see how you've changed. Because yeah, I remember when we first met and I was like, come on, what do you want to, what do you want out of life? What do you want to do? I wanted to have all these like deep conversations and you're like, I just want to do cool shit. (laughs) Which is a good answer and still relevant, but yeah. What does that mean? And how am I able to monitor that? And Mm -hmm. not that everything should be recorded and monitored and, you know, scrutinized, but I think when it comes to that, we need some kind of roadmap to like point our compass yeah, or else we're just going to wander aimlessly until we find something. Yeah. You'd flounder. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you don't have something to work towards, people just flounder. And you're not going to accomplish big things if you're just floundering. So I kind of want to go over my, because I haven't really said it out loud in a long time, like my version of success. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. So, well, first of all, if you ever coached with me and you say that you want to be comfortable with your money, like have enough money to be comfortable, I'm like, come on. (laughs) That's what I just said. I know. As soon as you said it, anybody who's gone through coaching with me is probably like, oh, she's going to call him out on this because I want everyone to dream bigger than being comfortable. And I guess your version of comfort might be different than others. But for a lot of people that I've coached, their version of comfort is like paying their bills and not having to worry about paying their bills. And I'm like, dude, there's a whole lot more to be done in this world besides paying our freaking bills, you know? <laughs> you should make enough money where they are literally not a concern. They're just on auto pay. You can't, you're not even thinking about them. Truly, the way to have a good life and to make a difference in this world is to have a lot of money. I'm talking money where your dog or your kid or something goes to the ER and you can pay cash for whatever it is and have no regrets. And you can go on weeks long vacations to wherever you want and eat whatever you want and stay wherever you want and give back to your family and the community and charities. I want everybody to have a shit ton of money and to stop thinking with this idea that's like, I just want enough to pay my bills. (laughs) You know, like nobody is going to make a change in this world by just paying their bills. And like, maybe my views are definitely grandiose. Like I want to change the world kind of thing. I want to help as many people chase their dreams and quit their shitty jobs and do good work in this world and find their purpose and all that kind of stuff. And like money is a huge part of that. And some people who who haven't worked on their money mindset might be cringing from that. But my version of success is having a shit ton of money. (laughs) Yeah. And as you're saying that, I'm kind of thinking... I know that we are very privileged, right, in our upbringing and where we are financially now. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely stages of life that we weren't as comfortable as we are now Mm -hmm. to be so fortunate and like so forward thinking. So there's different stages. And if you're just beginning, that's one thing. If you're halfway to wherever your goal is, that's another. So yeah, I guess we can't forget about like where we were, where we were eating, you know, rice and beans or PBJs because it was was real, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but having... The direction of where you want to go will help kind of motivate you to get out of that kind of mindset. Totally. I've been broke as a joke, guys. I've had 
so much credit card debt. Because when I came out of vet school, I had six figures. I still have six figures of student loans. <laughs> Fuck those loans. But yeah, I, I mean, I just felt like I'm a doctor. I should be able to afford things. So I financed cars. I put things on credit cards. I built my business on credit cards, you know. And I've had so much debt in the past that I've managed to get myself out of because I had big dreams. But there was definitely a time where I was eating rice and beans, putting all my money towards credit cards, and had convinced myself that I would never be able to buy a home or retire or anything and that the world sucked and everything was against me. And, you know, my student loans were going to basically drag me to the depths of the ocean and drown me. Like I had some very horrible ideas. And I, yeah, I couldn't find success until I got over those, though. Me being able to get over those limiting beliefs about money is what then also led to me finding success and continuously redefining what that financial stability portion of success looks like to me. And now it's like huge because, yeah, with money, you can help a lot of things and change a lot of things. So, yeah, the money aspect of it keeps growing for me, which also brings up the interesting point is like, am I ever going to reach my version of success or am I always going to be redefining it? I have not. I didn't think about that until right now. Oh, and my lifestyle design keeps changing, too, because, I mean, originally I, when I quit being a vet and I was like, oh, man, I just want to like hang out with my family on the holidays, you know, which is totally normal for most people. But that was a big way that I saw myself redefining success was, yeah, being able to hang out with my family, moving back to New Mexico, where so much of my family lives, buying a home, traveling, getting our third doggo. And now, recently, my version of success, I have this whole vision in my head of us with our dream house and Taos on like two to four acres of land. And we watch the sunset over the mountains every night, drinking our cocktails, and our dogs get to run around in the sagebrush. And I have chickens and goats and cows that I've saved and maybe some foster dogs and cats. Like, I just want to save all the animals now. (laughs) And then as far as creative freedom goes, I just want to change people's lives and work with people and support people who are just freaking awesome. We recently went on a retreat to Mexico where we met up with a bunch of my coaching students, and it was so fun to hang out with them. And I just recently got back from a retreat in Florida with some of my friends who are coaches. And that was so amazing. And just being able to have these groups of people in my life that are going after the same things I'm going after or I'm helping them go after those things has been amazing. And it's my work like, holy crap. (laughs) So continuing to support people and kind of grow my audience and help as many people as I can but also only work like 20 hours a week. I Oh, I'm creating my, like I'm really blossoming into a CEO, wouldn't you say? I think so, slowly. Yeah. <laughs> the like CEO life is all about delegating simpler tasks to other people. So I'm like building out my team. Todd's my COO slash business manager slash tells me what to do. And <laughs> I tell him what to do too, but... And secretary. And secretary. (laughs) Among other things. Yeah. You do a lot of important stuff that I've let fall through the cracks for a long time. 
But yeah, ooh, this is exciting for me because I'm realizing how much my definition of success is growing. And yeah, creative freedom for me has been to like embrace the CEO role that I have to, I really have to take on now, you know, I have to embody that. And that's been exciting for me. And yeah, it just goes to show that I'm constantly redefining my version of success. That's so exciting. How do you think, like, what are the best steps? One, if you've never done it for yourself, or like, how do you redo it? Or how do you like kind of start with this process? Do you think if you've never done it before? I would start, I mean, really just thinking about and acknowledging that there are other ways of living life out there that can agree with you deep down. Because I think that's really what so many people are struggling with is that they are living lives and working jobs that deep down in their soul, it's like, it's hard to, like, I'm not a very spiritual, I'm not spiritual at all, really. I'm not into religion. But there is something deep down, you can feel it when things aren't right. And acknowledging that and realizing that you can't self-care yourself out of it, like spending your weekends trying to cram in some of your hobbies or even just recovering is not going to get rid of that deep down feeling that this is all wrong. And realizing that like there are other avenues for life that will agree with you more and make that deep down feeling feel good instead of bad and horrible. Just allowing yourself to start exploring that, I think, is really the first step because I'm so far away from that now. I knew I was terrified to quit my job. I remember those feelings and stuff, but I'm also very removed from it. So sometimes it's kind of hard to put myself back in those shoes. But I think just recognizing that things are wrong, you can't fix it by getting manicures and massages and going on hot girl walks, you know? (laughs) Retail therapy. Yeah, retail therapy. Like nothing fixes that deep down feeling until you quit your job and follow that feeling to something positive that feels good. I mean, that's pretty much what this whole podcast series is going to be about, is identifying a lot of those things, but redefining success and realizing that society's version of success is bullshit is kind of like the first step. (laughs) And then you have to start just exploring and realizing you can have that house. I mean, I think my first version of success might have been just owning any house. Like where our house is kind of in a, right now is in a very, I don't know, like a Stepford type of neighborhood where all the houses look the same and there's not much character and there's not much land and our neighbors are like right next to us. And It's not ideal, but this was my dream for the longest time was just to own a house. Like, I didn't think I could own a house at all. I was happy when I rented my studio apartment a few years ago. Even that was scary. But just allowing yourself to dream and realizing a lot of things are achievable. Don't worry about the how right now. Just start letting your mind wander and dream to something bigger and better for yourself that would align with your values, I think is the first step. So yeah, redefining success is huge just to allow yourself to move forward and away from what society dictates we should be doing. Yeah. We should write these things down and then we should revisit them 
and see where we are in some X number of months. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting to see where I am in like six months and what my definition of success is then. Because, yeah, I I literally just right now realized how much it has changed since a year or two ago. Yeah. (laughs) The last time I wrote it down. Yeah. And like you said, kind of before, right, the pandemic was a big eye opener for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. including me. And what were my priorities? And so who knows what the next thing is going to be that will force us to reevaluate, but maybe we should be a little bit more proactive and do that on our terms. Yeah. And I had an interesting conversation with one of my coaching students yesterday, who I won't name names, but she was concerned because she has a lot of credit card debt and she had a lot of shame over it. And she wants her business to work so that she can pay off her credit card debt. And I was like, yeah, but what, what do you want your life to be like? You know, like how much money do you want to make? Let's look at our vision for the future. And so we talked about it and she talked about how she wants to write a book and own a home and like work from home and just have cozy mornings with a cup of coffee and her dog and do a little bit of work and not all this frantic work she's been doing and, you know, make multiple six figures and her husband comes home and they like cozy up on the couch and it's just like all cozy fireplace vibes and more money than she has now. And I'm like, doesn't that sound more exciting to chase after that dream than to try to pay off credit card debt? (laughs) Instead of running away from credit card debt and like trying to make that work and just working your business to pay off credit card debt, let's work towards a dream and a goal because yeah, for you to accomplish that dream, the credit card debt is going to go away. And don't worry about the how at this point, but create a dream for yourself so that you have something exciting to go after instead of just trying to cover up past mistakes. Because I've I've been there. I have been in credit card debt. I rode the Dave Ramsey train for a while, and my whole life was based around money and not spending it and eating rice and beans and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I was not the best version of myself. I did pay off my credit card debt. I got into it again at one point, but I was chasing a dream and there was no shame and guilt involved with the credit card debt anymore because I was going after a dream and it got paid off. And it wasn't a huge, it wasn't like a huge deal, you know, this like huge deal where I woke up like crying over this horrible debt that I had. Yeah. So I think that redefining success, going after big dreams, not worrying about that how at this point, because I had no idea my life was going to end up this way, just like you didn't, right? If I was obsessed with the how and stuff instead of just what I wanted and what I was going after, like who knows where I would be. But I think just going after big dreams and making them happen is the biggest part of all of this. Yeah. And as you were speaking that, that's probably my biggest takeaway is it's more fruitful and will be more enjoyable to run towards something than from running away from something. Yes. So that's totally take away from today. I love how you stated that. So yeah, we would love to hear more about your versions of success and what you thought of this podcast episode, if it was helpful, how you're redefining success. You can find us on our Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail and 
post some comments. Let us know. Let's have a conversation. I've helped a lot of people figure out their versions of success. I've also helped one of of the things I love to do is have someone write down their version of success and then to write down a bigger, grander version, which always gets people thinking because they dream a little small at first. I want people to dream big. So yeah, next episode. I can't wait. This is another puzzle piece, guys. Next episode, we're going to be talking about following your passion versus following your energy when it comes to life and work. So that's going to be really awesome. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.